Hey, welcome to tonight's edition of Nightly Aloha. Nightly Aloha is an ongoing presentation of the Weiss Entertainment Network, 613 on your dial. Okay, um, this is the only live one for this week. I will believe Ned to try to get recorded one for the next two nights, but I'm not going to be around at 9 o'clock. Baruch Hashem, my daughter is going to Eretz Yisrael tomorrow night, and I have to take her to the airport at this time. And um, Wednesday, I'm going to be on my way, hopefully on my way back from Washington. So, so um so it's possible I'm going to try to do some recordings, but uh, if not, uh, but definitely this is the only live one tonight. Okay. Yomi Lula, the Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. In my opinion, um, a misunderstood day on the Jewish calendar, and in my opinion, a very significant day on the Jewish calendar. So you, ha- you, ha- you, have, you have two things. So now, now, this is how it goes. So uh, also, I should mention that t- today's also the art side of the Ramah. Um, the codifier of all Ashkenaz practice, his yard site is also today. There's a false legend that he wrote 33 Svarim and died when he was 33 uh, on the 33rd day of the Omer, but that's not true. He was not 33 when he died. He might have been 53, 56, but he wasn't 33. But the, but the legend sounds good. But anyway, uh, but, but it is his yard site. Uh, now, uh, let, let's talk about Rav Shem Yochai. There is a great focus on, on the Zohar and uh, that he wrote that that he was the master of Jewish mysticism, and, and and there's a great focus on that. So, I have a problem with that. Um, to me, so so let, let, let's back up a little bit before I editorialize. Okay, so very interestingly, the Gemara and Shabbos on Daf Lamed Gimel, right? The thirty third Daf in Masechah Shabbos tells the famous story of Rav Shimon Bar Yochai. Famous story go, went like this: story is that. That, that the Romans were after him because he refused to stop teaching Torah in public. And and, and uh, anyway, eventually he ended up in a cave. And he spent many years there together with his son. Right? The Gemara tells the, the story that a, 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 a carob tree grew right outside the cave and that was their only source of nourishment. And they had a brook of water that passed by the cave miraculously. So after a certain amount of years, um, it's very similar to the story in Chumash where Hashem tells Moshe that all the people that want to kill you are now gone. So, so according to the Gemara, Eliyahu and Avi came and told them that 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 it's it's safe for you to come out of the cave. So, so the Gemara tells a fascinating story that when he came out of the cave, one of the that he had become so spiritually heightened, and that's why people say maybe he wrote the Zohar, he was involved in Kabbalah, mysticism. Could be. I'm not saying it wasn't true, but I'm saying, but I'm going to show you that I don't think that should be the focus because we're not 100 percent sure about that. Um, but it, but the story goes is that he saw people doing mundane things. He saw someone plowing in the field and doing doing things that normal people do on a daily basis. And he got so incensed and he said, olam, uh, He says, We you put aside the study of Torah, which is Chaye Olam, which is eternal, and you and you get involved in things that are just temporary. So so and it says that that, that now whatever this means I don't know if I mean I'm sure it doesn't mean it literally but whatever it means says that he looked at him and a fire came out of his eyes and he burnt up the person now whether that means that literally or the metaphorically uh, I'm not sure I, I I'm not so sure it means it literally probably means it metaphorically but it, it but it but but what it definitely means uh um uh so. And, and, and any so so it definitely means that he couldn't he couldn't reconcile that that um um where, where we my my Rosh Hashiva Zechron of Golver used to talk about you have to be makadish to gashmi right you have to sanctify the mundane 
Um, and he couldn't understand that. He only saw one world, the spiritual world. He didn't see there was a physical world. And he had a hard time understanding that. So, 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 so a boss call, a heavenly voice came down. I, again, all I'm everything I'm telling you is a Gemara and Shabbos. Uh, I don't make it as well. Um, um, it's, it's a straight Gemara and Shabbos. So Gemara says that a boss call came down and said, Shimon, uh, you know, did you come out of the cave, the Charev Olami, to destroy my world? So he said he went back into the cave uh, another year. Um, when he came out in another year, he found he met a Jew who was collecting spices, and he had two sets of spices, and it was Arab Shabbos Kodesh. And 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 he, and he turns to 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 the Jew, there was an Altayid who was collecting spices. He says, "What? Why are you collecting the spices?" And he says, "The covered Shabbos." And he said to him, "He said, and why did you collect two? He says, "Because one, because it says Zochor is Yom Shabbos, remember the day of Shabbos, and the other, because it says Shamor is Yom Shabbos." Um, so, so Shimon Bar Yochai looked up. Yisrael that even the most mundane things they do l'shem Shemayim. So, so that was the that was the great lesson of that that comes from Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai that we have to take uh, uh, again to quote my Rosh Hashiva Rogovas the Ronald Rocha that that we have to be mekadesh the Gashmi we have to take the mundane and we have to we have to sanctify. I mentioned this many times the Meshachachma who says that kedusha is human created that we we designate. Uh, what is Kodesh. And Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai did not understand the first time. He understood the second time that the world is a combination of the spiritual and the physical world. And 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 really, they're not supposed to walk separately. They're supposed to walk together. So a lot of that, to me, is what Lagba Omer is about. But here's, a, here's another piece. Here's another piece that people really don't talk about. If you learn Shas... And uh, Baruch Hashem, I, 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 you know, I, whether I know it or not is irrelevant, but Baruch Hashem, I've been through it. Um, you, you can't go five five block Gemara without Rav Shimon Bar Yochai. Rav Shimon Bar Yochai is the preeminent Tana in all of Shas. He is everywhere. You can't learn Hilchah Shabbos without Rav Shimon Bar Yochai. You can't, you can't learn basic understanding of life without Rav Shimon Bar Yochai. Rav Shimon Bar Yochai is there again and again and again and again and again. What does that mean? It means he was the bastion, he was the carrier of Torah Shabbat, of the oral tradition. It is through Rav Shimon Bar Yochai, perhaps, and, 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 and what I'm about to say could be argued, but other people, perhaps through Rav Shimon Bar Yochai, the entire torch of Torah Shabbat was passed down for generations to come. And and and, and it's really, it's it, it just amazes me how often we read about Rav Shimon Bar Yochai in Shas. That we have, a, we have, and it doesn't matter what the subject is. It doesn't matter what the sugya is. Rabbi Shimon Oimer and Stam Rabbi Shimon and Shas is Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. It's just unbelievable how often Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai is quoted in Shas. So now, so so to me, to me, Lagba Omer. Now, now, when is Lagba Omer? Let's think about this. We're about a little more than that than the halfway mark between Pesach and Shavuos. What are we count? What 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 are we counting up to on tonight? Tonight's Lagba Omer. We're counting up to Matan Torah. To understand what receiving of the Torah is about, you have to understand the combination of what we said before, the physical and the spiritual world, and the Torah Shabbat, the written Torah, and the Torah Shabbat Peh. The two of them, in the same way that the physical and spiritual world have to walk together, the Torah Shabbat, the written Torah Chumash, and, the, and, and what's today now, the Mishnah Gemara and everything else, the Torah Shabbat Peh, the oral tradition, has to walk together. And that clearly, I, I, I really, I, I'll argue with this with anybody, um, is 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 clearly 
passed on through Rav Shimon Bar Yochai. Now, what's the fire? So, so some some say the fire is kabbalistic, but I don't think so. I, I'm not, I'm not such a kabbalist. I'm not so into these heebie-jeebies. What we call heebie-jeebie stuff. Torah is called oraisa. Torah is called or is called light. The fire represents the passing of the torch of Torah. That that through Rav Shimon Bar Yochai, the, the entirety of the Torah was passed down. We light a fire on his yard site to remind ourselves about the importance of that fire that we that. The Rashi says in Parshas Baaloscha that, that, that one of the ideas of the menorah is that we're supposed to teach the Torah that the fire should burn on its own. What's fire? Fire means the, the, the concept, the passing of the Torah, the, the, the acceptance of the Torah. It, said, it says, right, with thunder and lightning and, and fire and, and, and everything the Torah was, was given. Um, it says that Kodesh Baruch Hu spoke to us from among the fire. The fire represents the combination of Torah Shabbat and Torah Shabbat. The fire reminds us that we have a responsibility to pass on the, the, the fire, to continue to light the flame into the next generation. The, the symbolism of the passing of Torah is a flame. And 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 we remind ourselves right dead smack, not exactly dead smack, but almost dead smack in the middle of the Omer, where we're counting up to Kabbalah Satora, how important it is to pass that flame, to pass that fire down into the next generation. If you want to accept the the, the Kabbalistic idea that fire represents the mysticism, okay, fine, that's uh, fine. But to me, it's the fire of Torah. It's the it's the ash, the oraisa, the light of Torah that that that's passed down. And, and, that, and that comes through on this night. And, and it's Tafka this night where, where, where we, we remember Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai who, 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 who spent his life trying to make sure that the Torah Shabbat Peh, that the oral tradition be passed down properly, that we, 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 we you know, even though it's the yard set, we celebrate, we dance. We call him the Tana HaKadosh, the, the holy Tana Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. This to me is what Lava Omar is about. Uh, you know, you know. Again, the people focus on Zohar and all those things. Fine, I, it's not a hundred percent clear that Rav Shemayichai wrote the Zohar. I, I mean, if I was a betting man, I would say he probably did. What was he doing in that cave for all those years? But, but uh, uh, clearly, clearly, his spiritual growth was so high. So, and and, and that's that that's that's in you know that's in congruence with the idea of Kabbalah and mysticism. But at the same time, I, I, I think that that this idea of the Torah being passed down, and, and specifically during the Omer, when the Omer is not about Rabbi Akiva and his students, the Omer is about preparation to reconnect ourselves with with Limud Torah, with, with the study of Torah, which which means it has to be the oral tradition and and the, and, and the written tradition, and no one better was, sim, was symbolic of that idea than Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai and Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva is is the other person who you, you can't go through shots without 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 coming across so many time in and time and time and time again to, to the point that the Gemara has rules about when we follow Rabbi Akiva Lahalacha. Rabbi Akiva is the Rebbe or Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. So I, I think I think in this uh, uh, twelve minutes, I, I think that's my 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 insight into Lagba Omar. That's my insight into the fire, and that's my insight into the celebration. Uh, just because uh, we do call it nightly halacha, halacha is one should not take a haircut and shave till tomorrow morning. Um, the um, um, and in fact, and the svardim even hold till, till Wednesday morning because the because the meshulchan aruch holds 30, 30, 
33 full days. We don't hold that way. We hold mixes. So once the sun rises tomorrow morning, you're free to do whatever you want. And as Ramah says, uh, if you hold from the first minute of Sphira, already, already after tomorrow, you're already free and you can shave and take haircuts on a regular basis and you don't have to, you don't have to, have to think about it. But, 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 but to me, I think the important idea is that we, we have to, we have to we ask ourselves, to, is that fire burning in ourselves? Uh, and, and if it's not, we have to take this, we have to take the spirit of Rav Shimon Bar Yochai and light it inside ourselves and carry that torch onto Shavuot and onto to way beyond all the, gen- and pass it on to the next generation. Okay, we'll stop here. Um, again, tomorrow night, we are not live. I will try to do something for tomorrow night. Um, uh, so look for it. I'm saying believe that there because a lot of things are happening. Uh, there's a lot of moving parts. I'm also going to Washington on Wednesday. So there's a lot of moving parts happening. So hopefully I'm going to try to get something done. Uh, but but I, I, I at least wanted to leave you with this insight about Ragba Omer. Uh, have a good night, everyone.